0: Top
1: recorded live. Good afternoon, good morning, good mid-afternoon to all of you who are listening. This is the I Wonder Sisters after several months of not being on a podcast. And we're back again from majestic and gorgeous New Mexico, um, this is Andy, and I'm talking to you from Studio M, as in meditation area. And um, we hope that this will be an informative and fun um, session for all of you. And, and um, we will be on SoundCloud. We'll be uploading this to SoundCloud, for those of you who don't know. Okay. Well today Kimmy and I have been discussing a lot about people unlearning bad habits and um getting away from a lot of the the uh the talk that goes around the new age community and the gurus who speak for it. Um about things like uh, meditation and evolution and vibrational frequency and affirmations and things like that. And today we wanted to touch on the subject of affirmations. Um, A lot of people swear by them, but they don't work for everybody. And um, there are different ways to practice affirmations. Um, Kimmy, are you there?
0: Yes, I am finally. So. Yay! <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> um, yeah, um, so we just, uh, as Andy said so beautifully as I was trying to get on, um, we are back to our, our talk show venue, um, at which the programs will, will be recorded on, but we will also um, mainly be uh, uploading our shows to SoundCloud. So those of you who have SoundCloud accounts, and uh, for listeners, they, the, the accounts are free. Um, so you would just go to soundcloud.com and then um, slash forward slash iWonder dash sisters, and um, you'll find us there. So the archives um, will mainly be here on Talk 2, but um, the Bless you, Andy. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the current shows will be uploaded to SoundCloud, um, and so um, today we want to talk about. I mean, this is um, our series. As I'm sorry, I couldn't hear everything Andy was saying when I was trying to get in, but the series that we're that we're starting now is, you know, our sort of unlearning series, unlearning the things that no longer serve you, unlearning the things that you think you've learned and have been putting to use, and yet your life hasn't changed at all. You don't feel any change within yourself. Um, You don't see any shift in your surroundings. Uh, we're, We're doing a series, really, where we're answering the question as to why that is. And one of the the most popular things um, that came out of the New Age movement um, over the last few years has been affirmations. Um, And so today we want to talk about what are they and and why don't they work for me, if that's your question. Uh, For some people, they do work. For many people, they don't work. And so we're just going to talk a bit about that and give you some practical information as to if you are drawn to doing affirmations, um, how you can do them that will actually cause some sort of shift within yourself, your belief, your thought system, therefore your life. And if you're not drawn to doing affirmations, we're here to tell you that you don't have to do affirmations (laughs) to, uh, to change your thoughts, your beliefs, to, you know, unlearn anything that's not serving you. So, um, so yeah, so um, I'm just going to go ahead and pass the mic to Andy and, um, you know, and just ask Andy, you know, for a person who maybe is just hearing this term, what, what is an affirmation?
1: An affirmation is a sentence or one or two sentences that affirms something about yourself that you, something positive about yourself that you at the moment do not believe. For instance, say I am overweight and it makes me not love myself very much. Um, An affirmation that I might say would be to look at myself in the mirror and say... I love myself totally and completely, just as I am. Yep, and um, the whole point of saying affirmations is to, re- to learn how to rethink your thoughts. Um, because so many of us are programmed to think of ourselves certain ways. And it's very hard to change those thought processes. Um, and affirmations have been touted as one way to rethink your thoughts. Um, I will say this, just on a personal note, that I have tried affirmations. I've done them in the mirror. I've done them with my eyes closed and my meditation quarter. Um, I've left post-it notes. All over my bedrooms, and they don't work for me. Um, changing my thought process is something a lot more internal, and not uh, surface as an affirmation is. I mean, that's
0: my opinion. What do you think, Kimmy? Yeah, I mean, I I totally agree. Um, I've also tried affirmations and Andy and I have talked about this and um I've tried tried them like Andy did. I mean I put I put my heart like they say, give it the old college try. I mean I I tried them for years in various ways. And for those of you who might not be familiar with, you know, um reading books like uh by Louise Hay, but there are many, many books out there on ways you can do affirmations and a lot of what Andy shared are like the suggested methods of, you know, affirming these quote-unquote new thoughts about yourself. And um, so the, the, a lot of the books and a lot of the, um, you know, teachers out there, new age teachers, spiritual teachers would say, um, post them around your home, as Andy said, she did as well at, and i also did at one particular time so that wherever you go you see it you know the the thought itself the sentence is ever present um you know some say post it on the mirror so that when you when you want to say the affirmation you you're forced to look at yourself and actually say it and i believe um louise hay is a real um proponent of of Looking at yourself while you 're actually saying the affirmations, so there 's many many um, many thoughts about how to make them more powerful uh, Some people say you need to say them a certain amount of times uh, during the course of a day, almost like a chance, um, regardless of how you do affirmations if you 're a person who has been doing them and you haven't seen any change in that particular situation, um, then we're here to tell you why we think that is. And um, as Andy touched on, and I'm going to ask her to um, definitely go deeper on that, uh, to us, in our opinion, uh, and also in our life experience, it really isn't just an opinion. I really get tired of saying that. <laughs> <laughs> just just to appease people who are like you're wrong. You know, I mean, we really don't care. <laughs> to be honest with you, um, in our life experience, it, on both of our spiritual paths, okay. Um, we have seen that they don't work for us. And one of the reasons we both agree on is that change shifts um, come from the inside and then manifest themselves outward in your life. Um, Often when people are taught to do affirmations or they read a book that teaches them how to do affirmations, what they're really trying to do is they're trying to take the words and sort of put them on the inside so that if I say it enough, that eventually it'll be what I think and what I feel. Um, I I believe that affirmations work for some people because they are able, they have the, the, um, the will, there's something there on the inside of them that already connects to that truth, in other words. So when they're saying it, it's much easier to reinforce the thought within them because there's already a seed of that thought planted within them, and and it it attracts to itself, and and it, it it puts some power behind the words. But if you are, to me, using an affirmation, as Andy said, that is so against, uh, or the opposite of, I'll say, what it is you really have believed about yourself, about life, about this circumstance, then you have no connection to what it is that you're saying. So you're trying to work from the outside in, and I know that I just don't believe that that's possible, and I believe that that's one of the main reasons why they don't work for people and why why people don't understand why it's not working and um, and so, you know, I want to, you know, just ask Andy to, to um, just chime in on, you know, because those of, us, those of you who have listened to our podcast know that we always talk about the work. We talk about the work. You know, people don't like the word. You know, they don't like to hear, oh, it's going to take work. You know what I mean it's going to take time it's you know they don't people don't like to hear those things, but the reality of it is is that if you're on this call and you're listening to this podcast and you have done all these things and you still look around at your life and it's like, hey, nothing has changed, then you need to consider something else, and what we're saying that is is The inner work. Why am I not loving myself because I'm overweight? If your affirmation is, I love myself um, wholly, completely, and fully as I am, but you really don't believe that, then to us, it's more important first that you find out why. Why is it that you feel you need to be thin to love yourself? What is your connection to your weight? and love, and being loved. You know, this is what we call the work, right, Andy? Yes. Um, About affirmations, I want to say this, you know, and I don't want to put
1: them down for anybody who uses them and they work. Um, I think, as Kim said, a lot of times they work because you already have the seed of the new belief inside you and um, are able to make the connection and resonate with the affirmation. Mm-hmm. But I think for most people, an affirmation is a superimposition over an already existing image of another image, mm-hmm. and and the already existing image doesn't go away. You just have two images there. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, which gets very confusing. And... Um, it's kind of like uh, trying to change the way you feel yourself about yourself by putting on a new coat. Yeah. Um, we believe wholeheartedly and very passionately that changing the way you think requires internal work and that work requires a commitment and a lot of courage because it means that you're going to see yourself as you really are and then have to make a decision whether you can love that or you can't.
0: Indeed. indeed. You know, and we we talk a lot about unlearning when we talk about these things. We, uh, when we talk to each other here at home, we talk a lot about unlearning. Um, it's more so about unlearning than it is learning, because to me, just as Andy said, um, when you when you pick up a book or you know you go online and you read something. Today we're specifically talking about affirmations, and you read how to do affirmations and, and how they can change your life or change how you feel about yourself or feel about something in your life, um, that you you are placing something really on top of, this, of a situation that you haven't even investigated, that you haven't even mm. taken a look at. You know what I mean? Like, it's important to know why. Um, in other words, like, um, there's an affirmation that I always used to do many years ago, um, for uh, financial lack, um, that would say, you know, I have everything I need right now. I, I always have everything I need. I have everything I need. I always have everything I need right now. Now, at the time, now, when I say that now, that flows from me very easily, and I don't feel the resistance in my body against that. Um, but the reason behind it is because of the years before this particular moment right here. So when I was saying that affirmation, I had such angst, such um, just like I could feel the energy in my body like just completely freeze, like block itself when I would say that because I didn't believe it, because I had in my mind had so much evidence that that wasn't true. And so I didn't have a seed within me already to connect with that, what I had in my mind was evidence that that wasn't true. And so no matter how much I said it, I still continued to experience the the lack of very basic things in my life, Um, not just talking about, oh, I don't have a new car. I'm talking about food, you know, and a bed. So while I was saying these things, um, I didn't have a connection to it. And really, it was, it was placing, as Andy said, you know, an image on top of another image or you know, just trying to place something over the truth when what I really needed to do, which was what I ended up doing, but it took me years to do it, what I really need to do was say, Kim, why is it that you're experiencing this financial lack? What decision brought you here? What um, roads did you take? What group of decisions brought you to this space? It's not about it's it, Kim. It's your fault that you're not eating. It's not about it's this person's fault. It's my fault. It's you know. It's not about blame. It's about finding out why am I here and why why was I here last year? What decisions am I making? What am I denying myself? What what do i not feel worthy of uh many times i didn't feel worthy of help so therefore many times i didn't eat because i didn't tell anybody that i wasn't eating or um if they had offered something to me my pride got in the way of you know oh no i'll take care of it i don't want them to know things like that so so see as i'm talking about it now um uh, i'm showing you how to how to dig you know how to investigate the situation, how not to just say I'm in financial distress and I need to get out of it right now, how to say, okay, if, if this is a pattern in my life, then what decisions am I making that's that bringing me to this place? Um, you know, where do I not feel worthy of actually having what I basically need? And if I don't feel worthy of it and if I can't accept somebody just helping me, why is that? Did somebody help me a long time ago and maybe they threw it back in my face and maybe I harbored that feeling of resentment inside? See, this is what we're talking about when we say the work. It's about digging under the layers to find out why, why am I where I am in this place? That I don't desire instead of just taking, using the affirmation as a band aid to place on top of it in, ho- in hoping that it heals. You know what I mean? I think that um, one of the basic uh,
1: requirements for shifting your thought process and for making changes is an acceptance of responsibility. Um, if you're going to do the work, You have to own it, and you have to be able to say, this is mine, and I have done it. Um, I think that a lot of people, when they think about doing the work, think that they can lay blame outside themselves and um, draw conclusions from that that will change their lives, Um, but what well, what we're talking about is taking total responsibility for your life, for your feelings, for your choices, and your thoughts. And um, that's, that's a big order. Yeah. And you, you really have to be ready for it and want it enough, you know, be dissatisfied enough and want the changes enough to be able to take that responsibility. A lot of courage is necessary for this. It's not easy.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, with just the, um, the, the real life example that I just gave of the questions that I had to ask myself, um, that's, that, that isn't easy, you know, um, because uh, automatically there's a part of you that wants to become defensive about it. Uh, if you start asking yourself questions about, um, okay, so you know, let me think about the path that I've traveled and the decisions that I've made, the things I've said yes to, the things I've said no to, the things I never considered. Okay, so when I think about all that stuff, you know, what are all of you know the all of that could have led me to wherever it is in my life right now. Um, but there, there'll be a part of you. That will want to immediately go into defense of that. Um, No, don't, don't, no. I'm not gonna, no, I'm not gonna blame myself for that. He should have never left me. You know, I'm not gonna blame myself for that. You know, uh, they should have never fired me. It wasn't my fault. You know, um, no, I'm not gonna blame myself for that. The economy sucks. I hate the president. All of that. You know, no, 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 no. And so there'll be all of this, you know, crap that will come up from yourself to yourself in defense of you really just trying to get to know yourself. That's all you're really doing. You're not trying to find a whole list of things to blame. You're trying to get to know yourself. You know, um, you're trying to get to know how you feel about yourself. You're trying to get to know how you feel about your worth. You're trying to get to know um, whether or not you feel worthy of the things that you say it is that you want or you should have or things that you need. Um, And if you don't, you're trying to find out why. When did that happen? When did that break? You know what I mean? Oh, as a kid I felt I didn't you know, I didn't have a question as to whether or not I was worthy. Or maybe you did. You know, the the point is you have to ask yourself these questions and it's not uh as Andy said, you know, it's not always fun, it's not always pretty sometimes. It can look very ugly. Um But I love when Iyama Van Zandt said, you know, you have to think of, you know, healing yourself, healing your life. Like when you think about um, when you get um, a cut or something like that and um, it scabs over, you know, it always scabs over before it heals. It always looks very ugly. A wound looks really ugly in its healing process. So on the other side of it, you might come out and say, "Hey, wow! I struggled. yeah, I can't believe I hurt myself there." You know, but in the process of it, just because it looks ugly, doesn't mean that it isn't the right thing. It isn't the right way that you're going. It isn't. It isn't the path of healing because often the path of healing can look that way. Um, so, you know, as Andy said before too, you know, we really aren't speaking to the person who has successfully used affirmations in their life. They feel empowered by them. They feel connected to their affirmations. Um, they, they feel an ease around them when they when they use them, there's something that makes them feel easy around them. They know that that thing is true um, or will be a truth in their life and so on so if they're if they've always worked for you and you see they make you feel empowered we wouldn't be speaking to you but we have found so much in our experience um, people that often begin to feel defeated by using them and that in itself um, strips even more of the power of of those words because when you start to feel defeated and then you're still saying them, all of that stuff is coming through, and, you know, you might as well be saying, hey, Johnny, give me a piece of cake. Hey, Johnny, give me a piece of cake because it, it, it has the same amount of power as I love myself completely. No matter what size I am, if you're feeling defeated because you've been saying it now for six months, and you still can barely look in the mirror at yourself, you know. Um, So we're speaking to the people that um, have found this frustration, and what we're saying to you is we want you to – to let to let that frustration go to let that feeling of i 'm not doing the affirmations right, I need to get another book, I need to go online and learn how to do them better i 'm not saying them the right way i 'm not doing them the right way, um, and so on and so forth we we're here to say we want you to let that go that that there 's a reason a real reason why the affirmation isn 't working for you and a, and the main part of that reason. Is that you don't have a seed planted. There's nothing in you that says that that thing is the truth. So, therefore, there's nothing in you that can resonate with it, that can make the music that you need to make because there is such a, a block in you. There's such a, the strength of another truth within you, and you need to to get to why what that other truth really, really is and why it's there. Um, you can't just skip over your healing. You can't just skip over getting to know yourself. You know, in in um, just about every spiritual text in the world, there's a part of it that says, know thyself. And, and it's like two little words that sound so great and philosophical, but the point is they're very powerful because that's one of our jobs here is to know thyself. And a part of that is asking yourself why. Why, why, you know, what's going on with me, really? Really, what's going on? Really, what do I really believe? Let's, let's start there, you know, if you want to know why your affirmation isn't working. Ask yourself, okay, if I don't believe this or anything like it, what is it that I do believe? What do I, I really believe, you know? And, um, and also, why do I believe that? Why do I believe that? That's right. Well, I, once you find it out, you need to know why you believe it. You know, but some people can't even get to what it is. You know, they're so busy trying to cover up a feeling. They know that they feel bad, you know. um, There's a certain feeling of pain, uh, um, emotion that's unbearable, maybe surrounding whatever the thing is. Um, We'll stick with, like, maybe somebody, how someone looks, um, their weight issue or whatever it is, because that's so common among women. But, but they they need to they need to be able to say what it is, you know, not just what I want it to be so I can maybe stop having this feeling when I look at myself. I think that that, that they need to say, hey, you know what the truth is right now? The truth right now is I don't like the way I look. That's the truth right now and I have a hard time looking at me. And I think that when they get to that, then they can get then they must, you must Get to why is that? Because there's definitely a reason. You didn't just come up with that thought. I mean, there's definitely a reason behind it that's very real and that can be healed, that can be um, accepted, resolved. You know, I don't know what would you call it, Andy, when you find the, when you find the reason why. I think healing is the best word because um, healing
1: means that you do not. Forget what the pain was. Mm-hmm. That you do not eliminate it. That you let it um, heal itself. Um, you know. I think. I think just as we're saying that for many people affirmations are superimposition and not something that comes from within. Um, I think saying that. Um, once you find the answer to why the belief you have exists and why it's wrecking your life and the way you feel about yourself, um, you have to allow it to heal. And as Kim said, it doesn't look pretty. You have to be willing to accept that the healing process is beautiful in itself mm-hmm. but doesn't always appear so when you look at it mm, Indeed, and you, and you and you have to accept that and that that's part of the process of healing
0: indeed indeed i mean nature shows us that that's part of the, yes. the process yeah part of the process of healing you know and um I could, I mean, I could honestly say, you know, for those of you who may be feeling even um, fearful of the thought of of um, getting to know yourself in that way, asking yourself, "Why do I believe this? Why? Where are these thoughts coming from?" For those of you who feel trepidation about even going through that process, you know, I can honestly say, on the other side, um, you will not ever regret doing the work of it. And and I, I would rather, because I know both, I can honestly say that I would rather be living in my truth and have my truth not be so pretty um, than to be living a lie and trying to cover it up with a Band-Aid and perfume and all that other stuff. I I feel good with the things that I'm working on about myself. I, I I feel good. I feel better. I feel more free uncovering and knowing what it is that they are and having them come to the surface um, than I did trying to cover them up with all sorts of, you know, different things, affirmations being one of them, but there are many things um, that we use spiritually, you know, um, Teal Teal Scott says, um, Teal Scott Swan uh, has a video, I forget what it's called now, where she talks about, you know, how uh, we spiritual people are always, like, trying to take shortcuts around our pain, (laughs) trying to take shortcuts, (laughs) you know, we use our spirituality to um, you know, to 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 get past the ugly, it's like a it's like a past, you know. We just wave it. Yeah, here's my spirit, my spiritual card. I don't have to deal with that, you know. What I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was pretty enlightening when I um, when I when I heard that, you know, and I was like, wow. I mean, you know, I, I love it when I hear. When I hear things that, that kind of make me go, ouch, you know, it kind of like <laughs> fights you a little bit. That's when you know it's touching something inside of you for real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, that's when you know it's challenging It's challenging your beliefs, you know, um, and especially ones that don't serve you because um, you, can't, you can't just take a pass around all the crap. <laughs> if, if there's crap there, eventually some kind of way, it's going to confront you. It's going to come to you face-to-face. There's a million ways it can happen. So you can't just use spirituality as like a pass, you know, to, um, to just, you know, collect $200, um, <laughs> you know. So um, so if you, if you aren't doing affirmations and you have no interest in them, you know, uh, we're here to say that, you know, the work, to, uh, to me anyway, always works. The, doing the work works. Um, I mean, it may, it may look, as Andy said, all kinds of ways before before you feel uh, the freedom, the, before you see the changes, before you feel the shifts in yourself uh, that cause the things around you to begin to change and all that. Um, but the work always, always works. So it if, does. It does, and it
1: also. Once you come through it, you can see the beauty of the healing process. Um, indeed. While while you're in it, it feels. It can feel horrible. You can be in physical, emotional, and mental pain, um, and not see how beautiful the process is because once you give yourself over to the process, it almost takes over and works on its Mm -hmm. own, if you are able to let go of your predisposed um, resistance and give yourself over to the healing process, um, you will be healed.
0: Yes, yes indeed. Just
1: because you're letting go of resistance and resistance basically is fear. That's what that is.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Definitely, you know, and um, to be healed, um, to be healed from something, um, is is um, how do I don't want to put it? It, it. It's a permanent thing. It, it's it. In other words, it has. Long lasting effects in your life until you leave the planet. It, um, when you, you heal, can't take it back, you can't. You take can't it back. take it back. That's right. And and I I love that. I, I love that you can't. I love that once it once you get there, once it's yours, once you're in the midst of it, and once you know it's yours, it really it changes your entire life for as long as you're going to live it here on this planet. And you know i i um, often because i studied the bible so many times um as a as a, a non christian um that i you know i've learned over the years so many ways um to read it that makes it so much more powerful anyway for me um and there um there is a scripture i don't remember now um any any of where my script scriptures are but there's a scripture where where i'm um, Jesus is standing in the midst of a group of people. He's doing one of his healing sessions. He, you know, he's showing up in town. People are there. They have all types of different ailments. They have, you know, mental conditions, physical, so on. And so, you know, as they come up, you know, they, they touch him. They, they touch his garment. You know, they have so much faith that, you know, if they just, oh, if I just touch his garment, I, I, I'll be healed. And so anyway, when the crowd disperses, one of the disciples says to him, you know, like almost like, hey, kudos, Jesus, you know, like, wow, you healed all those people. And Jesus said, oh, no, 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 no. Many of them were made well, but only some of them were healed. And the difference is that being made well, being made to feel better, is not (laughs) meaning all the time that you're healed. You good know, point. Really good point. You know. So um. So yeah, we really want to uh, stress that. And those uh, <laughs> that's that's our Chloe. Those of you know our Zen Master Club. <laughs> so, but but it, but isn't it a very powerful? It's a very powerful scripture. It is. Um, it is, and it's so true. And so it's the same thing. You know, when Andy says. Um, and, you know, like we, yeah, I mean, we'll talk about this another show too. Like we got to get past all of these uh, different spiritual languages we speak and then we get mad at the other person because they're quoting the Bible and somebody else gets mad because you're quoting the Bhagavad Gita and all that, and it really doesn't make any difference. Um, but as Andy said, it means that, you know, you take it with you. I mean, it's um, it's not something you can undo, thank God. And um, so once once you're truly healed from something, you're healed. You know, to be made well, um, to be made to feel better, um, it's like, you know, taking NyQuil when you have a cold, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that's – so, I mean, we just like to break it down so you don't have any questions about what we're saying, you know what I mean? <laughs> you take NyQuil for a cold, what happens? You fall asleep because it has a lot of alcohol in it, and you wake up and you still sick. you know. So, <laughs> so, so we're talking about doing the type of work that's going to cure, cure the cold, you know, um, so that it doesn't come back and it doesn't show itself to, in your life Um, just showing up in a different way but repeating itself over and over again. That's when you know something about your life is not healed. When you keep seeing it over and over again, it just has a different name, different face, a different place, but it's the same thing and you know it, you know. So yes, so
1: so, um, I just wanted to say one more thing about fear. Mm -hmm. A lot of people express frustration over their situation and Wishes and apparent desires for things to be different um, and they don't change, and these people very frequently do not understand why they're not changing, or they'll say to themselves as a friend of ours has said, "I've been in this so long, I can wait a little longer yeah, yeah and um I think what happens with people like this is that they're scared shitless. They're so afraid of change. And I think you have to be honest with yourself about your fear because resistance to anything is basically caused by fear of change. And um, if you're honest about your fear, you don't have to worry about getting rid of it to make the changes what you need to do is take your own hand and walk yourself through the
0: fear and do it anyway. Exactly. Uh, and, you know, um, Andy said the other day um, something that I, ha- I had to tweet because we were just, you know, having our normal conversations and, you know, it was one like this one. And, you know, um, talking about people who keep saying how much they want to be in a different situation, uh, that my situation is so bad, I really want to be in a different situation. And Andy said, you know, um, um, how, did you, how, how did you put it? I discontent, said, it, discontent
1: and unhappiness do not equal desire. Do not
0: equal desire. And I was like, girl, that is, I, I have to tweet that right now. <laughs> and that's so true. The, uh, unhappiness and discontent does not equal desire. And I mean, if you have to like write that down and then read it a few times so that it really sinks in, I mean because it's very powerful, you know. Because there's so many times that people are unhappy, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you really desire something else. We can, we as human beings, have this way of being very comfortable um, in our discomfort. I mean, we can be in the worst of situations, we could be in the worst of people, we could be being abused, whatever it is, and it's comfortable, it's all that we know, and so fear makes us choose rather what we know than that which is unknown. Um, So I just, I mean, I can't say it enough, if you have to write it down, because when she said that, I was like, sister, okay, now, go ahead. (laughs) You know, because it's so true. And I thought of, I told Auntie, I said, you know, I thought about times in my life when I, quote, unquote, caused myself desiring something. Oh, I want to go, I want to achieve this. No, 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 I really want it. I really want it, really want it. And then I look back on it, and then I'm like, what, did you up? Know, what? I don't even care if I had that thing. Like, I go back in my um, journals, and I'm like, what was I talking about, you know? But the things that I really, really, really desired, I've made them happen. Because I just really desired them and I know the difference between just being unhappy and discontent and really, really desiring something, you know. So um so yeah, I mean I thought that was just awesome. It I happens. <laughs> I think it's it's a great it's something to really meditate on, you know, and um when I tweeted it I said, you know, don't just skip don't just skip over the tweet, like go back see what it really says, you know, and um and meditate on it. And anyway, you know, you don't have to sit with a a pillow and, you know, meditate, but I mean, let it let it process, let it go through you. What does that really mean? Okay, do I really desire a better life or am I just unhappy? <laughs> you know, I mean, there's a difference. So, um I love that. That was so great. So, thank you. <laughs> so we are. Um, that's our uh, Zen Master Chloe. We also have our friend Anna in the house. Oh, and um, <laughs> Anna is here from Germany, and um, she's uh, um our landlady's assistant, and she, uh our landlady who we've talked about on the show. Um, brings these young women here, and we fall in love with them, and you know, <laughs> then and they then leave. they leave. So, you know, so we really, truly have to uh, plan a trip to Germany um, because we do have people to see there. (laughs) So, um, but she's been great. That's Chloe uh, in the background. (laughs) So so, um, she's saying hi. So anyway, um, look for us on SoundCloud. So what we'll be doing is taking these recordings and um, uploading them to soundcloud.com forward slash I wonder Dash sisters also follow us on Twitter because that 's where we spend most of our time uh, at I wonder sisters at I wonder sisters on twitter and please please check out our blog because we love it so much and we spend so much time on it and it's i wonder sisterhood dot com so anyway, anything else you want to say Andy no i'm so happy we had
1: this conversation it's so important and yeah. it's really meant to make all of you feel better about what you're doing. You can't beat yourself up for not achieving something um, that someone says you should be able to achieve if your frequency is vibrating high enough. You know, (laughs) you, you you need to give yourself a break and go through the process. The process is not a short thing. You have to be willing to do the work. And if you're willing, I guarantee you, you're going to be so grateful to yourself for walking through that fear and doing the work.
0: Yeah, most definitely. I mean, we could really say that. For sure, um, we all Andy and I always both say, you know, we, we wouldn't change anything at all about um, our lives and the process. And I'm telling you, we both have been through some crap. So it's not like <laughs> we're, it's not like we're just talking like, oh, life has been beautiful. No, I wouldn't change a thing. No, believe me, we have both been through some really really tough times. And honest to God, I mean, I always say to Andy, I don't want to, I don't want to revisit. Many of those things, of course, um, but I wouldn't change them in fear that it would change me now. Yeah, you know, um,
1: yeah, yeah. I
0: really, really wouldn't. So, um, so anyway, so, um, so that's what we're talking about today, and we'll be continuing this series, um, the Unlearning series, um, and um, we'll have to think about what we want to share um, next week. I mean, there's there's so many topics, so many things we really want to break down for you Um, because we're all about helping ourselves and everybody else live, like, really authentically peaceful lives, and that doesn't mean that everything is going to be great all the time. You know, um, authentic peace is being able to, you know, go with the tide, you know, um, and the waters are not going to always be the same. And so the tools that we share, um, we really hope that it helps you to build, like, this um, tool shed of things that give you authentic peace, you know, because um, we can't control like the storms and the things, the mishaps, all the circumstances in our lives. But we can control how we see them, what we take from them, what we learn from them, you know, what what they're telling us. We we can choose to see things the way we want to see them. So, um, so anyway, we'll um see you all next week, and we'll be uploading um our podcast. Every Saturday. So, every Saturday um, evening, uh, you can look for a new podcast on SoundCloud. And we will also leave the podcast here on Talk um, because this will be our, our archive base, basically. So, anyway, thank you. Thank you so
1: much, everybody. Come back next week. Bye bye. Bye, Andy. Bye, Kim. <laughs>